edition of Media Boat Podcast. Today is uh, Friday, November 23rd. Yes, we're recording on a Friday today uh, instead of our usual men's day because it was Thanksgiving week this week. It was also our this is our 150th episode. This is 150. We are not live today, but we are recording the podcast anyways for you. Before we start, congratulations on making 150. We did it! Congratulations. Woo, 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 woo. congratulations. High five. High five. Yep, we are surrounded by dogs. That is our celebration, I guess, that we have dogs... It's puppies. ...flanking us on every side at the moment. They're just pom-poms. we got a couple palms, a shepherd mix. We're, we're doing pretty well in the dog department, apparently, uh, today. But, apparently, uh, we were watching a dog show for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. And um, every single time a dog popped up that was super cute, uh, my future brother-in-law... I guess call him that now. Yeah. Was like, oh, you should get that dog. Oh, you should get that dog. Oh, you should get that dog. <laughs> By the end, we had like 12 or 15 dogs. Are you going to get a whip it? Is no. The dog? No, I'm not getting a whip it. <laughs> whip it good. No whip it. If I get a whip it, I would call it Il Devo. Yeah. Or just call it Devo. Just de- call it Devo. Just call yeah. it Devo. Devo, the whip it. Whip, the Devo whip it. It's really good. It is. <laughs> but We're enough, not here to talk about dogs. But enough about dogs. This is not the media of dog cast. It's, or I guess the media of a dog boat cast. No, media we're the dogs. media boat podcast. We're not about dogs. We're about media. And that means media we cover podcast. news podcast. about movies, television, video games, and music. Not necessarily in that order. You did that on purpose. Yeah, I do that <laughs> kind of not even thinking these days. Uh... And all sorts of other things. So let's get rolling right into it. We always start with movies, and we always start movies with the box office. Um, Crimes of Grindelwald? I want to say Harry Potter, number one. Harry Potter is not, yes, it is number one uh, this week. Harry Potter, sorry, not Harry Potter. It's in the Harry Potter universe. Yes. Uh, but it's uh, Fantastic Beasts, colon, uh, Johnny Depp. Crimes of Grindelwald, I yes. think is the name of this movie. Yes. Uh, it's number one with $62 million debut this weekend. Uh, pretty that's, good. That's uh, going down, actually, I think, in terms of the previous one. Oh, well, yeah, I bet. Probably down from the last movie. But still, respectable for this season. We're not quite into the holiday movie season. I mean, so. it's still 100 box office, but it's going to no. get there. It'll get there. Yeah. Number two, uh, also debuting this week, The Grinch, uh, the Illumination Grinch. Was that debuting or that rollover? That uh, rollover. Oh, we know you're right. Yes, that, that was rollover. last week. That rolled over uh, to number two uh, with another thirty-eight million dollars. Uh, that's uh, bringing up to an already impressive total of one hundred and twenty-six million. Hey, animation, family films make money. money. Number three, Bohemian Rhapsody moves down uh, with another sixteen million dollars. Instant Family is at number four with $14 million. I believe that's a debut. Yes. And Widows at number five with just $12 million. Aww. But seeing as, like, even your number five movie uh, is still two digits, yeah. it's not a bad week compared to some really lousy weeks we've had in 2018. No, no, no it's not that bad. But yeah. we do have Thanksgiving weekend this coming. Right. And this week, yeah, this week is the, the killer one because you have... A couple of big movies that everybody got out of the way of. You got some big hitters? You got some big hitters. You got some Mike Trout's coming up? <laughs> uh, yes, we have some um, uh, pugilists coming up, because Creed 2 is in theaters this weekend. Oh, it's a sequel. The sequel to Creed. Sequel to Creed. Okay, what is Green Book? Oh, that, that's getting, that's been out in limited release, but now it's got the wide release. Okay. Um, it's about a aging manager who has to take a black musician... On tour in a car driving Miss Daisy style through the South. Oh, okay. And it's 
um, based off his like memoirs. It's based off a book, uh, which he wrote in like a green book. And that's why it's called a green book. <laughs> he wrote in a green book. Yeah, that's why it's called a green book. Yes, creative. It's uh, stars uh, Mahershala Ali. Oh, okay. As the musician, mm-hmm. and I, Ben Mendelsohn as the white guy. I want to say. Okay. I could be wrong on that. Who knows? Google uh, knows. Also, this week we have uh, another big hitter here. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck It Ralph two. Yes, uh, this, this another sequel to Ralph wrecks. Everything. I understand we're going to be talking about that a little later. Uh, yes. All right. We'll Well, return to that in a second here. Well, we can talk about that, but what else is... uh, But to wrap up uh, this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Uh, These dogs, man. Uh, What else is coming up? To wrap up this weekend, uh, Robin Hood. uh, The most recent adaptation of Robin Hood. Yes. uh, Starring Taron Edgerton. Yeah. And Jamie's Fox. Jamie's Fox, yes. Yes, Foxy Jamie. Foxy Jamie. All right, so uh, pretty solid week. Something for everybody again this yeah. week. Two sequels, two. I guess new technically new, technically new properties, properties, even though the Robin Hood is an adaptation. Yes, but hey, that's stuff stuff to see this week. So enjoy your family been over and have some fun. Enjoy the leftovers. Enjoy the movies. Enjoy the, the some turkey sandwiches. Yep. And then go see the movies. All right, let's move on to movie, or yeah, let's move on to talking about uh, Wreck-It Ralph, because you saw it. Yes, so I saw Wreck-It Ralph 2. I had the option to see either Creed 2 or Wreck-It Ralph 2. And you saw Wreck-It Ralph. I went with the family-friendly film. Okay. So, uh, where we left off uh, from the first one. Uh, first one was about arcade games. Yeah. And, and it kind of became about one arcade game. It kind of became about... Uh, Sugar Rush! Uh, Sugar Rush! Vanellope uh, and her the, the princess game. Princess and, Vanellope. Yes. And Ivana it mostly about her and Ralph's relationship. Yes. And uh, them, like, learning from each other about how to become better people. Yep. So this one, what's this one about? So, this one is about access to the internet, and wrecking the internet, and wrecking yourself, and breaking the internet. Oh no, so he didn't check himself before? No. And? No, he did not check himself. (laughs) He tried to check himself. (laughs) Check himself, that's something else. Yeah, that's a completely different part of the internet. (laughs) But no, so, um, first off, if you do not see the original Wreck-It Ralph film... You do not need to see. You do not to see it in order to see this one because okay. within the first ten minutes, or even the first five minutes, they basically summarize everything that happened. Okay. He's like, "Yeah, I remember like six years ago when I did this and I saved you and became best friends." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I remember that." And then I did this. It's like, "Yeah, but I was the main hero in that." It's like that's basically all you needed to know. We just quickly summed up Wreck It Ralph in <laughs> matter of literal like. Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good, I guess. So that means that you just kind of these movies can be taken on a cart. Yeah, uh, but this film is basically internet in a nutshell. Yeah, uh, there are logos everywhere. Yeah, you heard that the brands are in your face throughout. Oh yes, this is the Avengers of brands, uh-huh. where literally every brand. Is thrown in there. You get Google, you get eBay, you get Facebook, you get um, security antiviruses. 
That's funny. Uh, Twitter and social media and Snapchat and Instagram and Pinterest and yeah, you know, all those like top 10 sites everyone visits. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically that. So I have a few questions. Okay. Uh, so one of my issues with the first movie was like its consistency. Like how is the tone of this thing? Like does it start one place and kind of end logically, go logically or does it start in one way and then completely change tracks like the first one? Uh, it's like the first one. It starts uh, one way okay. where they're on a mission and then it diverts into this other um, self, self-reflecting mm-hmm. um, journey that Ralph goes on. Okay. And that actually segues perfectly in my second question. Is there more of an emotional heart here? Because in the first one it tried, but I didn't really feel it. And... I don't know if that's just a me. That's just a you because I teary eyed <laughs> at the end. Okay. When Ralph's going through his mantra. Yeah. Yeah, I get it's fine. I get a little teary eyed because this is him being the hero saying the bad guy mantra. So it 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 hits in certain places. For this one? No, no. I didn't feel it. It's just, okay. just basically it kind of ends with Ralph doing the self reflection of oh. I've been acting this way. Clearly, this is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, we. Sh- I need to change. Not you change for me, but me change to for you. Okay. Got it. So okay. Uh, well. And in in how, that vein. Yeah. How did you feel about this? I think that's where we should go next. Yeah, because that was the like overall end goal of this film. Yeah. Didn't it hit quite as hard as the first one, and I think overall kind of suffers for it. So when the film's titled Ralph Breaks the Internet, it's a riff on when Kim Kardashian breaks right. the internet, or when memes break the internet. And that's exactly what this what happens in the film, is the meme of Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet, and then Wreck-It Ralph himself becomes a virus and breaks the internet. Okay. So it's twofold, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I, I wish we would have for the third, for the trifold. Mm-hmm. But no, no. So. Who's this for? Yeah, like what? Does it feel like the, there was a reason to make this? Because I may have not no. really enjoyed the first one. But over the course of the however many years it's been since that movie came out, I'm kind of shocked to hear how many people love that movie. Like, it's beloved by a lot of people. Yeah. And so is this, like, in the same league? Like, is this for those people? No, not necessarily. <laughs> okay. Um, like I said, this film, because of, like, all the upfront ads that are in your face, it definitely feels more like a internet guide, in a sense. Weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's weird where they go with it because they go to eBay in order to solve it and then they mess that up. So then they go to basically BuzzFeed to fix it or to resolve that problem and then mess that up. And then they somehow Slaughter Race is thrown in there, which Slaughter for a Disney film. Um, this kind of like goes some places. Uh, Disney, you wouldn't think Disney would go. Huh. With um, a darker tone, with gambling, with um, just like slaughter. 
death, explosions, race, yeah. Okay, this movie sounds bizarre. It is. Um, I like Bill Hader in this. He's in it. Okay. Did you like it? Did I? <laughs> I enjoyed it as I watched it, uh-huh. but upon reflections on it, not as much <laughs> like, as the what first did I one. Just like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Okay. So on the patented media boat scale, what would what would you give? This is a stream it. Yeah. Okay. This is this is no that the only thing to rush. So there is one part that I will say I did like, and that is whenever the entire princess line was in on scene. Okay. Those parts were great. Outside of that, which I'm sure someone's going to compile down to YouTube in like a couple months now. Um, <laughs> it's not... It's going to be... Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, the last part with the princess. The princess eye. Uh-huh. Princesses. Right. Princesses. The, prin- the parentheses, yes. The, the parentheses <laughs> is great. I, I liked how they ended it. How they got there and that entire journey is the part where I'm like, could you have done this a better way? Yeah. Is there not like some part of like where you just don't like shoehorn in this because, hey, we can get money from these people or hey, ads or hey, you know, product placement. It's essentially what I'm trying to get around. Yeah. Is branding and product placements. But yeah, that's what it's ultimately breaks down to and it just leaves me with a rather sour taste i want to say yeah because of you know just the sheer volume of it It, you know it it attempts to be a uh roger Uh rabbit-esque with 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 everything like combined but then you know it's the internet so everything's there and it's not like that impressive anymore yeah but yeah it's fine for kids it's not fine for adults basically okay all right well that's interesting (laughs) okay well um yeah i'm probably i'm probably gonna end up seeing that well yeah you have kids (laughs) no i don't no i said if you have kids i thought you were like oh yeah you have kids i'm like wait is that news to me as well so much news today. Oh, yeah. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Let's move on then. Uh, let's talk about the movie news. News. Yeah. Our first story up here is something I actually didn't know about. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, YouTube is in the news this week in the movie realm because they're going to start showing you movies. Uh, so, as of right now, you can already go on YouTube and buy movies. Pay $2.99, $3.99, 5 bucks for it. And you get to stream the movie on YouTube. You can also say, uh, look at on YouTube to see illegal uploaded uh, videos of actual movies. Yes, clips. You know, movie. Sometimes they're shown movie. in like, slow motion. Sometimes the reversed image. A- X movie in reverse image, part one <laughs> of thirteen. Yeah, always great. However, YouTube is well. It's funny because we watched like on the view count. They're like, yeah. they like start high and then dip, and taper off, and then at the very end go back up. Yeah. <laughs> Just the beginning and the end. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, YouTube, though, is uh, changing the game again. Uh, they're going to go into showing uh, ad-supported movies on their platform uh, that anybody can just kind of go in and access. Uh, this includes some hard hitters, uh, like The Terminator, Legally Blonde, you know, movies you've heard of. 
but many of them are kind of middling. Like, for example, you also have Zookeeper and Agent Cody Banks among the selections so far. It's what they can get their hands on. Yeah, so there's about 100 movies available right now. Uh, the selection will be expanding over time. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if this catches on, if this is something YouTube t t like if truck starts to do uh, wider, if they start to offer a lot more of these ad-supported free movies. Now, I would be uh, in favor of this Yeah. if it wasn't for two things about it. Uh, Zookeeper and Agent Cody Banks? No. Okay. Uh, one, they show ads every ten minutes. Yeah. Every ten minutes. It, it's lot. not, well, it's not like broken down. So it's like, they'll be talking, all of a sudden an ad. Yeah. And then back to the talk. It's not like right, it's in not, TV where they specifically break it up into Yeah, there are no chunks. there are no breaks in this. This is just it, and ads just, are playing. It's just it's just flat out you hit you hit ten minutes, here's an ad. You yeah. hit ten minutes again, here's an ad. Doesn't matter what's happening, middle of an action, here's an ad. Right. Um that's the first part about it. Second part, those ads are unskippable. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I figured they would be. Yeah, so it's not like here's but also not like here's a ten second ad, here's a here's a six second ad that you can skip. Nah, they're they're all thirty second ads. Yeah. So, it's quicker than watching it on um on a TV. Yeah. But the good news is that if you partake in their YouTube Premium uh, service, where you pay that ten dollars a month for right. zero ads, you'll get zero ads. Okay. All right. So I guess it's uh, it works best as another kind of feature for the premium service. It does, yeah. Okay. And I think that's essentially what they're going for. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's move on. Uh, our next story is of a political nature because we're uh, doing a little follow-up after the midterm elections. Oh, yes. How they may affect production in Georgia. Yes. So uh, for those of you that don't know, outside of Hollywood... Georgia is one of the leading uh, production uh, states yeah. in the U.S. A lot of production studios set up camp there because there's tax incentives to do so. Or at least there used to be. Uh, that may not be the case anymore. Let's find out uh, what happened, of course, if you've been following the state of Georgia. You might know that they... <laughs> they you might know that they're... Uh, 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 Govern, uh, the gubernatorial race was very contested. It went into a runoff election. There's still people who still aren't necessarily happy with the results. Well, think that no they one. Be recounted. Well, uh, a lot of people outside of the state of Georgia are unhappy with too. the results. That too. But uh, basically what happened is you had Democrat Stacey Abrams uh, finally conceding to Republican Brian Kemp uh, as the governor of Georgia. Yeah, so she did, and then she didn't, and then they yeah, uh, then counted, and then counted to do it again. Basically, the runoff ended up inconclusive, and yeah, they had basically Brian County won. Yes. Long story short. Anyways, long story short. But yeah, so this has directly affected uh, the production of television and film in the... Uh, in the state. Yeah. You know, uh, tax incentives. Basically, a boycott. Well, not tax incentives, but rather right. the employees. Basically, a boycott uh, is in the works here uh, among the production uh, production workers here. Basically, uh, actors such as Ron Perlman, Alyssa Milano, Bradley Whitford, and more have expressed on social media their intent to not participate in productions that shoot in Georgia. 
Georgia is one of the biggest states for production, as you mentioned. And in fact, if you're wondering what what uh, has been uh, filmed there, what uh, shoots in Georgia? Well, Marvel has shot many of its superhero films in Georgia. Yep. The Walking Dead on AMC um, as is shoots there, and roughly 20 other titles that are consistently or right now in production are all shot there. So this yeah. would be really interesting um, to see who FX. A lot of FX shows yeah. film there. Right. A lot of CBS I'm not. I'm not saying that because of Atlanta. But yeah. But yeah, at the end of a lot of FX shows, you see. The Peach Sunset made in Georgia. In Georgia. Yeah. Seen on plenty of movies and TV shows in the yep. last, last decade, certainly. Oh, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, we'll see what happens with that as that, uh, like more people drop off or if more people speak out about it. Yeah, they, no. they're just basically saying, if you're going to shoot in Georgia, don't cast me. I won't come. Yeah, basically. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's go to China. Let's jet set. Uh, some stuff has been uh, happening around the Golden Horse Awards. So these are China's version of the Oscars. Right, yeah. This is their awards. prestige award. Right. The Golden Horse. Golden Horse. Well, it's become the latest flashpoint in tense relations between China and Taiwan. After a film do- documentary filmmaker, Hu Yu. What did uh, you say? Hu Yu. I know. Uh, called for Taiwan to be recognized as an independent entity during her acceptance speech, uh, fighting back tears as she said, quote, this is my biggest wish as a Taiwanese. Uh, her speech was quickly censored in China because, of course, because it was. Because China censors everything. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, the, and, uh, and on their stream, on TV and on the streams of the, of the ceremony. Yeah, uh, so... The coverage just went black. So, yeah, you know that 10-second delay? Yeah, they used it. They abused it. Uh, Chinese authorities have banned their citizens from participating in the ceremony next year, according to reports in Taiwanese media. That's kind of crazy to have, like, the biggest award show in your country and be like, oh, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that next year. Well, I mean, who would do that? If you're nominated and you have a chance to go, wouldn't you be able... Shouldn't you be able to go? Like, yeah. who would ban them? Why would you ban them? Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are in 2018. China. Still having um, colonial wars, I guess. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Colonial era. Colonial wars sounds like a video game. It does. Colonial era mindsets. Yeah. All right, let's move on and talk about AMC Theaters. Oh, yes. Not AMC, the television. Not the television network. Uh, AMC Theaters are going to pause their $5 Ticket Tuesday promotion that they've been, uh, they've had for quite a while here. I love their $5 Tuesdays. I think a lot of people love their $5 Tuesdays. It's a good deal, but it's currently uh, going to be put on pause from December 25th to January 7th. The hold will impact two Tuesdays, December 25th, which of course is Christmas, and January 1st, which of course is New Year's Day. They're always a week apart, aren't they? And that's nice. They always are. The promotion will be available again starting Tuesday, January 8th, after the freeze is over. Films such as Mortal Engines, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Mary Poppins Returns all open during... uh, the, the the kind of time that this happens uh, between the, the, they 14th. all open on Christmas Day. No, they don't. But it's well, between yeah. the fourteenth and the twenty first. Well, those are their quote unquote Christmas Day releases. Christmas Day releases. Because they're not on Christmas. Day. No, though they're released the Friday before. But if you're planning on seeing them with your family, those are movies. Though it will not be five dollars. Right. Those are your new releases. So yeah, uh, just kind of this is kind of a heads up. Uh, given the many titles and the increased attendance due to the two holidays. 
it can make sense for AMC to do this, to, you know, to make a little bit more money. Well, yeah, I mean, these are the new releases. These are big holidays. I mean, all your fans are going to gather together and they're going to go. It's... It makes sense from a business standpoint. It does. But, not, yeah, I can't but this is also that. us saying, buyer beware, if you're going to see a movie on Christmas, which I know a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going to spend more than $5. Or you go to an Edwards Theater, which yeah. does $5 and will not have this. Well, at, as far, uh, as, we as, far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for uh, movie news, which means we get to move into television and we start with sports yep sports first story in sports monday night football uh, was a big one this week it was the first time both teams on a monday night game have scored over 50 points yep both teams both teams it was a 106 point game yeah um this also means that if you score 50 points in a football game no longer guaranteed a win no definitely not <laughs> so who is this now, this was uh, the L.A. Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, gotcha. Both were 9-1 going into the game. Okay. The Rams pulled out a win. They are 10-1, tied for best record in the league with the Saints, who are currently 11-1. Damn. Wow, the Rams. Uh, no, 10-1. Yeah. Rams showing off. Well, uh, what yep. else happened in sports this week? Uh, what else happened in sports? Uh, today, on this Friday, I will say this for next week, but uh, it's happening right now. Um, the Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson match. Okay. Uh, betting in Las Vegas, uh, per hole, per shot, whatever, uh, is going on right now. Uh, currently, as we speak, it's still going on. Okay. Uh, Phil Mickelson had a one shot up on uh, Tiger. Uh, Tiger going as the underdog at 160. Hmm. Um, betting odds. So yeah, that's happening. It's happening. Big money. I know my household is having a big party for it right now. Uh, I would be there too, if it not for you know work or something. Yeah, or something. All right, moving on. That's all I have for sports. Okay, cool. Uh, let's move on then uh, to television news. Our first item is the continuing saga of. Disney, what, what the aftermath of Disney buying Fox? Oh yes, so Fox or Disney rather buying Fox, as we know and have already covered, they need to sell off their regional sports networks. Well, not just sports networks. Uh, this, I believe, this includes technically some non-sports offerings as well, but it's mostly sports. Yeah. Um, so basically, this will be a bidding war. Speaking of, uh, of uh, betting. <laughs> it's bidding war uh, for these uh, for pretty much anybody who uh, bids some money as uh, possible uh, new owners of these networks yes these are silent bids or yeah. they just slide Disney a number into their DM and say hey we, we'd like to pay this much yeah and hopefully it's more than those other guys <laughs> yeah Amazon of course is first in line here uh, they want to buy uh, networks including the New York-based Yes Network, yes. which is partially owned by yes. Yankee Global Enterprises. Yes. That, of course, being, uh, I'm guessing, the Yankees kind of own network. Yeah, so yeah, whenever you watch a Yankees game, there's always yes. a Yes Yes box. Yes. yes. I think it's always hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, 22 regional sports networks in total would go to the highest bidder. So among Amazon, other companies bidding for these networks include Apollo Global Management, KKR, the Blackstone Group, Tegna, and oof, those losers over at Sinclair Broadcast Group. I want to say, we've talked about a couple of those. We have. Outside of Sinclair. Yeah. 
Fox, the rest of Fox, I should say, like the news company that still exists, uh, they did not submit a bid in this uh, first round. So they're not part of this. Uh, many thought they would be, but... but no. I guess They don't that, want their stuff back. I, I guess <laughs> having Disney pay you and then giving that money back... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they're not bidding, but the second round is expected before the end of the year. Uh, so just a month, month here. And due diligence on the bids begins next week. The amount of bids... Currently unknown. So these are question marks in the money department. So yeah, uh, forty-five days they have to do due diligence between the first and second rounds. Um, nobody knows what anyone else bid. Yeah, it's all blind silent auction style. So guess we'll find out. Any <laughs> anything can happen. Yeah, we will certainly find out. Let's move on. Let's talk about CW. All right, let's talk about it. We're we'll talking about just, CW. Well, let's go on to CW. They have superhero shows. Yes, they, they have a Supergirl. Yeah, in fact, they have Supergirl. The latest rendition of uh, Supergirl is going to soon feature Lex Luthor, the famous Superman villain. So, which rendition of Lex Luthor are they going to get? <laughs> uh, well, I guess the one that's in comics right now. Uh, he will be portrayed by none other than one of, one of two and a half men. John Cryer. John Cryer? John Cryer will be as, Lex Luthor. As Lex Luthor? Yeah. Can he pull off a bald look? This marks his... Uh, Are they going to do bald? His first, uh, first role on television since Two and a Half Men. Uh, Cryer has some history with the role, uh, in case you're wondering. He played Lenny Luthor, uh, nephew to Gene Hackman's Lex, Lex Luthor, in the 1987 uh, Superman Four. Is that the quest for peace? That's the quest for peace. Oh. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? Weird. Full he circle? He got super in his family, I suppose. But uh, but yeah, John Cryer, weird choice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, is it that much weirder than Jesse Eisenberg? No. <laughs> You're right. It's not that much weirder. When you compare Eisenberg. the Lex Luthers that, oh, that are out there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Still weird. That, that, that is weird. He's too skinny. I feel I feel like Lex Luthor is not like a powerhouse of a man. I don't know. He, I, he's kind of like weird. He's a weird villain because he's like, he's supposed to be intimidating, but he's also just like a business owner. Yeah. <laughs> except except in the Snyderverse, right. where he's a tech genius. Which, yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. But, uh, yeah. Who knows? It Let's is. Yeah. Let's talk about a new Animal Planet show. Ooh, okay. Have like you Animal heard Planet. of a YouTube star named Coyote Peterson? Uh, yes, he does Brave Wilderness. That's a great name. It is a great uh, name. Coyote Peterson. Yeah. Uh, I was turned on to him by one of those, like, React videos of, of him, like, doing, like, different animal stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's kind of like a young, um, Steve Irwin. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, this guy is in the money because he just got an offer from Animal Planet to make his Brave Wilderness series a long-form series on their network. Oh, sweet. So, exactly like so Steve Irwin. There you Irwin. go. Exactly like Steve Irwin. So, yes, it will feature wild expeditions, rare up-close animal experiences, and more. Uh, Coyote will travel and share his experiences while taking a close look at the animal kingdom and promoting welfare for the natural world. The series will premiere in 2019. It's tentatively called Coyote Pack. That's a pretty good day. That's not bad. Uh, Peterson has 13 million YouTube subscribers on his channel. I, I believe uh, Coyote Pack is what he calls his fans. His fan, fans. Uh, yeah. 
Or his subscribers. Yeah. I like, I like what Animal Planet's doing. Uh, they're doing the uh, Irwin Mindy stuff. Yeah. Uh, family. I'm yeah. Like, and then they're doing this. Yeah. I, I like it. Good shows. Uh, yeah. Good place. job, Animal Planet. Going back to being about animals. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, they've always been about animals. But it's they went scripting. to like in a reality show direction for a while. They did, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. This is kind of a return to an informational program. Yeah, very nice, very nice. All right, speaking of animals, uh, one uh, an- cartoon animal we haven't seen in a while is Woody Woodpecker. Huh? 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 That's a terrible Woody Woodpecker. Oh, uh, this is Woody Woodpecker in like his like nineties. <laughs> Anyways, Woody Woodpecker is coming back thanks to Universal Pictures. They're launching new content for the YouTube channel dedicated to the classic cartoon with ten new episodes. Created for their Portuguese, Spanish, and English channels. Oh, okay. International affair yeah. here. I didn't know he was that popular. These are the newest cartoons, uh, 16 years after the modern version, and 46 years after its original run. So the original Woody Woodpecker cartoons. And uh, he's still around. He's, still, he's still a recognizable character. Yeah. As a part of the new series, a new documentary short about him called Bird Gone Wild, the Woody Woodpecker story. Shows behind the scenes of the cartoon and takes a look back on the origins. The new episodes were directed by Alex Zam, who also directed the 2017 live-action film, which I believe was a Netflix thing. Was that a, a Netflix? I want to say that was a Netflix thing. Sam, I swear that was not theatrical. Movies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that that happened. So I'm guessing that's a Netflix thing. <laughs> I don't remember us covering. <laughs> no, it. that's why I'm saying. It. I, they just put that in Netflix and just left it. It's either like a Netflix or Amazon only streaming service. So thing. yeah, something tells me that this is probably a property that does better overseas because Maybe. I don't know anybody who cares about Woody Woodpecker. Where do you even get merchandise for Woody Woodpecker? Except Universal the internet. Studios. Universal Studios still has him as a character running around. Oh okay. So yeah, and there's Woody Woodpecker themed attractions there. So that's my best guess is that. He, maybe he does well there, uh, or that it's an overseas thing. It has to be an overseas thing because yeah. when you when you start listing off stuff and you go with Portuguese first instead of <laughs> English, <laughs> I, I think that, that, that's where your audience yeah. is. It's telling for sure. <laughs> All right, that does it for television news. You want to watch any shows? Um, you want to talk about here new shows? I finished watching the Ultimate Thanksgiving Challenge. I'm in the cooking baking challenge. Uh-huh. I don't know if there's a lot of Food Network stuff running yeah. around my house. Food Network stuff, stuff is always good. Yes. Uh, I watched uh, the end of the uh, Sunday's uh, Thanksgiving uh, annual Thanksgiving Mystery Science Theater marathon. Oh, okay. Uh, they did it on Sunday this year because. The big news uh, for, for that uh, and Netflix this week was that there are six new episodes of brand new episodes of MSC on Netflix this week. Ooh. They debuted on Thursday. Uh, six new episodes are being referred to as The Gauntlet because <laughs> the idea is, is is that you're supposed to challenge yourself and watch all six in a row. <laughs> all six terrible movies uh, with the MSC crew and see if you can survive. Is there, uh, is there a theme for it, or is it no, just... No, they're completely random, including there's one movie on this, uh, in this list of the six, that is very new. It's a Pacific Rim, par- like, not parody, but like, rip-off budget movie. Okay. I don't know anything about it, but I'm excited to watch it, because it's <laughs> I, I love them doing, like, the classic MSU format on a new movie. Yeah. Uh, so that, and also, they're also doing... Uh, an 80s piece of trash that you may have heard of called Mac and Me. 
Yes, I is, have. Yes, yes, which, yeah. If you're not, I've heard of this. <laughs> yes, if podcast audience is not familiar with this, this was basically an ET ripoff sponsored by McDonald's. Yes, and <laughs> for those of you of Conan fame or that like Conan, yeah. this is the this is where that clip originates that Paul Rudd shows yeah. every time he's on Conan. Yes, but yes. Uh, so if you want to see the MST crew uh, wreck uh, Mac and me. That is in these six episodes, so I'm excited to check that out. I probably will watch those after you leave. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> we also watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah, and of course there was the parade on Thursday and the Westminster Dog Show right after. Puppies. So we watched... Uh, yes, and your winner there, your winner there, I guess we could say the winner, was a Whippet. Whippet good. Yes, uh, Whiskey the Whippet yes. won uh, the Dog Show here. With, his, yeah, with parade, his tail between uh, his legs. Uh, there was Goku Bloom. Was, I saw the Goku balloon. There Al was. Goku said Super Saiyan. <laughs> and immediately the internet was like, nope. <laughs> Hilarious. But yeah, so that happened. It was Thanksgiving. I'm sure a lot of people watched football and uh, and had tough fun with their families and didn't watch a whole lot of TV. But yes. Friday, uh, tonight, by the way, in case you uh, need your early dose of holiday fun, NBC is doing their annual uh, double. Double decked, or I think it's NBC, uh, is doing their double decked holiday premiere of, or not premiere, but their holiday showing is of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and. Uh, oh, okay. So the holiday. I think the, something else yeah. tonight. So that starts that uh, onslaught of holiday. We're, we're not into the begins. ABC Family 25 Days of Christmas yet. No, that'll happen on the first. But yes, uh, so get ready for Christmas stuff. It's happening. But that's uh, all I watched on television this week, so yeah. we can move on. All right, let's go into cancellations and renewals. All right, so what's gone? First up, we have a cancellation on Netflix, The Good Cop, which is a... Gosh darn it. Uh, is a show that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> Sorry, one of the dogs got his hand on a, on a balloon and moved it. We're not sure how it happened, but it did. Uh, at least you know where the dog went. <laughs> at least we know where the dog is. Uh, Anyways. So, so what got canceled? The good cop? Do you know what this is? No. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> also, this week, uh, HBO uh, made some waves by saying that Silicon Valley, uh, its upcoming season six, will be delayed. It will not hit in 2019. Instead, we won't see the lights of it until 2020. Uh, this is done because Game of Thrones is going to run over it, and because Game of Thrones is not going to be an hour long, but rather right. 90 minutes each episode, it's going to take that time slot. Yeah, it's basically just going to run over. And then they'll show Veep right after it. So yeah, that makes so, sense. if you're going to show Silicon Valley or Veep, they're going to go with Veep because it wins awards. Yeah, that's true. And it's also the last season, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the final season. So yeah, they're, they're going to make way for that. <laughs> so yeah. Next up, Amazon. Has oh, yeah, but, but those episodes, by the way, are already in the can. Yeah. They're just going to be shown a year later. Okay. Uh, On Amazon, meanwhile, uh, has renewed Bosch for its sixth season. I believe it's Boosh. Boosh? B-O-S-C-H. That's Bosch. Yeah, it's Bosch. (laughs) Uh, Sixth season of something I've never heard of. So there you go. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC inexplicably gets renewed for a seventh season. That show will not die. And I'm kind of happy for it. I don't understand (laughs) Uh, Big Mouth on Netflix gets a well-earned third season. Uh, we knew that was coming. Yep. Hopefully they'll graduate by the end of this thing. Who knows? Uh, recently, by the way, speaking of Big Mouth, I don't know if uh, people, our listeners, uh, saw this, uh, but a some site, I forget what site it was, ran a 
all-time best animated uh, television series list. Yeah. And it was bizarre. It's like, it has, well, first of all, it has BoJack Horseman as number one, which is quite a statement to make. Yeah. And, like, Big Mouth is, like, number three, which is, seems high? I don't know. It's a weird list. Well, is that the list of adult comedy? No, adult because list? everything's on there. Steven Universe is down there in, like, the teens somewhere. Yeah, because I saw this list, too. Yeah, it's a weird list. I don't know. It was, like, like animated shows you should be watching or something. Yeah, obviously don't take it too seriously. Those things never should be taken seriously. No. Nope. But it exists. It exists. It happens. Take, take it with a bunch take of internet a bits. A huge thing of salt. Take uh, it with internet bits. Take it with some lorries. Yeah. Larry's. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, Salvation on CBS canceled after two seasons. Uh, Devin, uh, and then uh, that's it for cancellations and renewals. Okay. So we move on to deaths. We have two deaths this week. Uh, Devin Lima, age 41, and the singer from LFO. Uh, if you're not familiar with the LFO, that was uh, the band that brought you the weird ass hit Summer Girls, uh, where they talk about how much they love girls who. Uh, where Abercrombie and Fitch. And Chinese food makes them sick. It's true. They get fly with a girl walk by for the summer. summer. For the, for the summer. summer. Anyways. <laughs> uh, also uh, this week, uh, Roy Clark, age 85, who is a country singer, has passed away. Those are your deaths. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's go to uh, some music. Yeah, let's talk about music. Move right on. And that brings us to the billboards. We're making good time here. Yeah. And, uh, just a, uh, about 40 minutes yep. in. So billboards, what is happening? So, Am I listening to anything new? Are you listening to anything new this week? Your number one song is still Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Thank You Next. Rolling over uh, from last week. Uh, moving up this week to number two, Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. No, thank you. Number three, Happier by Marshmallow and Bastille. Uh, number four, Without Me by Halsey. And number five, the former number one, Girls Like You by Number Five. Moving on to our Billboard 200, which is our album chart. Uh, new number one this week. Uh, one that I'm not familiar with, though. What uh, was that? Number one, Experiment by Kane Brown. Oh, that's that country guy. Oh, is he a country guy? Okay. Yeah. And then the rest of the top five, interestingly enough, two, three, and four are all debuts this week. Okay, what do we got? Number two, Origins by Imagine Dragons. Oh, you know how I feel about which that Which you one. talked about last week. <laughs> yep. Number three, A Love Letter uh, by Trippy Red. Who? Okay. Trippy Red. I don't know. Uh, number four, the posthumous album by Lil Peep. Uh, Come Over, and there's more. Uh, when You're Sober, part two. Okay. Uh, like I said, posthumous. He passed away last year, or earlier this year. Earlier this year. Uh, number five is your Stars Born uh, soundtrack. Still Woo! kicking. Still kicking it. Still kicking in there. And uh, interestingly enough, just uh, a fun tidbit, the Beatles' White Album, back in the top ten at number six here, have uh, to uh, commemorate its 50th anniversary this week. Hmm. Okay. So at number seven, Bohemian Rhapsody for Queen. Yeah, I know. Also back up the, the charts because, of course, of Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody, the film. Yep. All right, that is your Billboard uh, charts. So that means it's time to move on to new releases for Friday. All right, what am I today? To? This is the first time we're doing it on a, uh, actually where these are today. All right, what am I listening to? I don't know what you're listening to, but here are the new albums: uh, The Diplomats with Diplomatic Ties, Art Brute with Wham Bang Pow, Let's Rock Out. Ooh, that's a good good name. Those are all uh, exclamation points. Bauhaus with The Bella Session, Ed Harcourt with Beyond the End. Jayco Gardiner with Somnium, My Brightest Diamond with A Million and One, and Rita Ora 
uh, most recently seen on the the Basie's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, with an album called Phoenix. So no, thank you, you to all those. No, thank you to all those. Wow, okay, <laughs> bad week then for you. Let's move on. Ooh, I only listened to an album this week. Yeah, and there you go. Uh, moving on to our first music story. Uh, this one is, there's been big news in the town of Taylor Swift. Okay, what has she been gossiping about? Well, this is kind of a follow-up story to something we didn't, we should 